what do I define about blowing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, please respond. Are you rooting for you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody's life. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everyone, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. This is a six month mark. It's interesting because everybody thinks June is the halfway mark for 2022 being halfway over or any year being halfway over and it's actually not. It's July. It's the end of June, the beginning of July that marks the halfway point for the year, at least quarter wise. So Q3 starts July 1 and I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. This year has flown by as many of them do. And my job here is to make sure you're on your way. You're on your way to the success that you envisioned for yourself when the ball dropped for 2022. And that even with anything that came about that got in your way, that tried to slow you down, that attempted to sabotage your success, all of that shit set aside, you're still going to persevere and end the year on a really, really good note. That's my, my goal. That's my job. That's my mission. That's my plan. So having said that, I really wanted to have a halfway mark and I'm doing it in June so that I give you time to do some planning because a lot of us need that nudge to stop what we're doing and plan accordingly. Even if you planned at the top of the year or in December of 2021, and you were like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to plan my shit out. I know what I'm doing. I know what's to come. I have my goals in order. I know what my why is like, even if you did all that for your business and for yourself for 2022, I guarantee you things have shifted. And maybe it's, you know, you changed your mind on something. You stopped doing something. Maybe a partnership fell through and you're like, well, shit, am I going to do it by myself now? Or am I going to not do it? Like, all the things can happen. And it's interesting because they've done studies on like new year resolutions. And they say like most people, their resolutions like dissipate within like 30 days or less, like February, everyone's back to their normal bullshit. And it's crazy, but it's true. And when it comes to goals, you know, if you did do the exercise of setting your goals up for 2022, I guarantee you, even if you were super meticulous, things have shifted either in one area or another. So we check in. We stop what we're doing and we check in and make sure everything's going well. And if things aren't, and even if things are, we make sure we've got a plan, a solid plan for the rest of the year. The next two quarters, what are we doing? And for me, it's important to work backwards even more so with this half of the year because Q4 is like the holidays. And in my family, we're really big on holidays. We're really big on like relaxing and enjoying ourselves, getting into the vibe of all the holidays from pumpkin spice bullshit. I'm not a pumpkin spice girl, but like a lot of people are, my whole family is, except probably my dad and I, but getting into the spirit of slowing down, being with family, celebrating the successes of the year and, and just enjoying winter. It's going to get dark at four. There's a transition. I know for me, I struggle with winter and seasonal depression. Like when the, when the sun starts to go away and shit starts closing down at like four o'clock, it's difficult. When I'm living on the East coast, I struggle. It's not as bad when I live other places, but on the East coast, honey, it is bad. So 
Q4, I've just decided for me is a better time of the year to relax as opposed to running as hard as I do the rest of the year. Because if we're going to be honest, when the new year starts, everyone is energized, right? We're ready. January sometimes is a bit of a tough month for a lot of folks, but like typically, you know, they need that 30 day free trial, but then like February comes and people are like, okay, yeah, bitch, we are in a new year, new season, like let's go. And then they rock it out and then spring comes and then summer happens. And then, you know, we've got the end of the, the sun time or the summertime with fall and then fall is still really good. You're going strong. And then Q4 comes and you're like, fuck. And a lot of us are tired. And I have met entrepreneurs who are like, no, I go really hard in Q4 because I'm hungry and I want to work when no one else is working and everyone else is sitting on their ass, drinking Coquito and drinking fucking pumpkin spice lattes and carving pumpkins and going to, you know what I mean? Halloween parties. Like they want to keep going and I'm with it. If you're somebody who's like not used to dealing with the holidays, who don't have a ton of family in your face about going to all the parties and the festivals and the events and doing all the activities, then cool. Maybe for you, Q4 is a great month to work when everyone else is busy doing that shit. I'm, I'm with it. You got to work with what, what, whatever you like and what works for you. But for me and my house, we slow down on Q4. So I make sure I'm planning strategically so I can enjoy the successes of the year, I can slow down and I can end things on a really high note so that I can start the new year on an even higher note. I want to end 2022 with a bang, not with angst and trying to hit a bunch of like goals that I could have accomplished earlier. You know what I mean? And I, I do. That's just me. I want that break. I do. And I also want that break so that I can plan accordingly. I want to sit down and have some time to reflect. You guys know I love my year-end reflection worksheets. I take those things seriously every year. They're so powerful. And I do those, and it goes viral every year and on Pinterest. And I put those out. And for me, doing that exercise is just so cathartic. And just it's a really powerful exercise to do. And it helps me look back and say, wow, what an amazing year I've had. How incredible was this time? This happened, that happened, this went that way, that went really well, like all the things. And then I can start to plan for the new time, for the new year. And it's a really powerful exercise. And you all know, most of you know that I've always offered these goal strategy sessions, these goal setting strategy sessions where we sit down and we strategize around the goals that you're trying to set. It's something I've offered for a while. I, nine times out of 10, I struggle saying goal setting strategy session, but like, I love them. I love the exercise of sitting down, gathering all the data, tapping into how you want to feel and going after it and then setting up the steps and the systems and the processes to get you there. I just, I love that process. It's a super weird thing, but there's a lot of people I've actually met who love like automating things and who love setting things up and you know what I mean? Like they do, they love it. And so I don't feel weird, but it's just something I enjoy. And so I plan to offer that again. Now, if you need that support, now is the time, right? Now is the time to book the call, to get in front of me, to do the worksheet. The worksheet that I have is it's so crucial to making sure that that strategy session is so full of everything that you need to plan and get yourself ready for the rest of this year, or even for the top of the year, if you choose to do one for 2023. But I love these calls because we really are strategizing and we're getting into how you want to feel, how you want things to look. It's crazy because with the new, with the halfway point of the year, what the new year brought for you 
could have been tons of hope for X, Y, and Z happening in your business, but maybe now it's A, B, and, and D. Maybe now, you know, things have shifted a little bit and you really want to focus on something different than before. And now you have to go back to the drawing board. Most of us are going to wing it. And that's the problem. When we are going in one direction and we decide to pivot, most of us do not stop and, and, and plan that shit out. We just hit go. We hit the gas. And we speed up because we think, oh, I got to make up for lost time. I got to hurry up. I'm got. I switched my shit up now. How am I going to get this done? Blah, 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 blah. And you put this rush and this angst on what you're trying to do and you end up crashing and burning or getting sidetracked or getting derailed because you didn't plan accordingly. It would be like if you were on a road trip from Boston to San Francisco or something and you decided halfway through, right, you're somewhere in the middle of the country and you decide, you know what, fuck it, I want to go to San Diego instead. And it's like, okay, but instead of stopping halfway and saying, all right, you know what, let's, let's see the best plan for this. You just say, screw it. I'm going to take the exit. And then you just go that way. You run out of fuel. You don't have enough clean clothes. You end up in a shitty hotel. You know what I mean? You lose service, blah, 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 blah. There's a crazy storm. You weren't planning. You weren't efficient with your time. It's the same thing as what a lot of us do every year. And it doesn't always happen at the midpoint, but you get my drift. It could have happened in March when you were like, fuck this, I'm going to do something different. It doesn't matter when it happened, but it happened. So now what? Did you take the time? Checking in is always the goal. I check in constantly. It's not even like a monthly thing or a quarterly thing anymore. It's a weekly, daily, hourly thing. Constantly checking in. I have to stay on top of myself. Otherwise, I won't get things done. My brain does not operate the same as other people's. I have to stay on top of my stuff. So I am constantly checking in. What can I do with this time? What can I do during this break? What can I do during this time block where I don't have meetings? What can I do this weekend to help blah, 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 blah. What can I do? Who can I reach out to? I'm constantly checking in. Constantly checking with even myself. How am I feeling right now? What would serve me best in this moment? Do I need to take a nap? Do I need to take some medicine? Do I need to drink some fucking water? Do I need to take a lap with my dog? Do I need to go for a drive? Get some coffee? Like, what do I need? Because I'm so focused on, on hitting the goals that I have and by trying to be my best, self, my best self and show up as this best self, that I'm going to do whatever it takes and checking in is the best way for me to do that. Because if you're bulldozing and you're just trudging through and you're not checking in with yourself, nothing is really guaranteed. You're going to end up where you end up and then have to pivot and act accordingly when you get wherever the hell you get. Versus if you plan and you know you're supposed to be here by this date, if you're not there by this date, there's reasoning. Oh, well, there's, I got sick and I was out or somebody in my family I had to take care of or you know this issue happened or my website got fucking hacked or whatever. And you know why you're not at this destination by this day. And again, I work a lot with people on goals and I'm always pushing people to get clear on what the goals are from like a numeric standpoint, like literally sitting down and putting numbers to things. You got to be able to quantify a lot of your shit. It can't just be, oh, I want to get more clients. I want to boost my followers. I want to get more downloads to my podcast. I want to go to more conferences and meet more people or travel more. Those are so arbitrary. They mean nothing. You need specifics. I want to take three vacations a year, ranging from a weekend excursion to like a whole two weeks summer wild. I want to get X amount more downloads on my podcast. I want to attract and acquire X amount of new clients. I want to attend this many conferences and I want to speak at this many 
events as well. Like get, get real specific with the numbers. You have to, for me, that's the only thing that's going to keep me motivated to go after it. There's a number stuck to it. It's not just, Oh, because then it becomes a, well, I, I didn't, I went to one event or I I spoke on one person's podcast or, you know, I, I got a couple clients. Now it's like, no, my goal was to do 24 conferences for the year. And I got, and that's like two a month. Right. And I, I, I got to 36. That's crazy, right? Whatever. I don't know. It helps you to be competitive. I'm a competitive as person. I, not really. I'm, I am competitive though. I am. And I'm definitely competitive with myself. And so for me, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, how can we do this? How can we hit this number? And being specific helps. And that's why when you check in, it's, 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 we don't want to get super married to these numbers, but we definitely want them as our like lighthouse Okay, you want that to be your pie in the sky goal. You do. You want you want to have something you're working towards. Because if you don't have a destination, you're just going to be out here willy-nillying and it is dangerous to do so. Because that's one of the quickest ways to not get to your destination is to not fucking know what it is. So you have your number, you're good. Now, you don't like obsess with that number. If your number was to get 24 events, but because of COVID or because of whatever, because of the gas prices and fuel and just traveling has been miserable. If that's the case, if that's the case, then you just shift your goal a little bit. And again, that's why we check in. So if you check in with yourself and you're like, all right, it may not be possible to hit the 24 places or the 24 events. However, there are several online versions of a lot of the conferences I wanted to attend because a lot of places are still very much doing virtual shit, number one. Number two, maybe there's some online summits I can join or some Facebook groups that I can get really active in that are going to be similar to me doing something at a networking event. If not better, it may be better and more advantageous for you to be on Facebook groups versus trying to like scour through a crowd of people that are complete fucking strangers at an event. I don't know, but you got to check in to see how things are going and how the vibe is. We with COVID have not known what's going to happen from quarter to quarter this entire fucking time. And even though things are letting up and people are acting like COVID's not happening, it's very much still going on. We all know somebody who in the last week or so has tested positive for fucking COVID. The numbers are, the map is still very red. Hey, so you know how Oprah has her list of favorite things that she does each year? Well, if I were to do my own, my Silk and Sandra planner would 1000% be at the very top of this list. So this planner has helped me with my personal life and with my business, just keeping myself organized, tracking things. I can track everything in this planner. I'm talking my food intake. I can track my mood. I can track my sleep. I can track my day to day. This thing has saved me from a million sticky notes everywhere with like the same stuff on them. I can track each day independently, work on my focus, work on my intention, gratitude list. I can track my daily habits. I can even start new ones and track them. There's an app now. There's a Facebook group. I mean, this planner is epic. It's a monthly subscription service, which means every month my mailbox is blessed with a brand new month with a brand new theme and motif and design and focus. And I just love it. This is the closest to a a planner that like I can possibly get 
that's just like one that I would make for myself, like from scratch, hands down, the closest I have ever found. So if you are interested, I have a promo code. You can get 10 bucks off your first order. Super, super simple. The link is in the show notes, as well as in my Instagram bio over at Whitney Danielle Co underscore. If you have questions, let me know. I'm sure I'll do a whole episode or a YouTube series on this because I love it that much. But anyway, just wanted to tell you about that. Back to the episode. So we have this, we have this sort of unknown factor that lives in a lot of what we do. And it, it makes it a little bit tricky and it has been tricky. However, we've done it for the last couple of years. We can do it for the next year, for the next couple of months, for the next several months, whatever, and or to the next couple of years. We have to be resilient and we have to be able to work around this and be resourceful. And that's what this is all about. So when you sit down with me, we've gone through, and I say we, and I mean you, have gone through the worksheet of figuring out what it is that you want at the end of this year to be ha- to have happened and to be happening and to be queued up for the new year. We go through that. You go through that and then we go through it together. But when you go through this exercise, it's really powerful because we get to tap into your vision, your why, your mission. Because I guarantee you, sometimes when we start the new year, we end up getting distracted by ourselves, like by our own shit, by our own things, by our, maybe our friends, our loved ones, we get distracted. But a lot of times it's like self-induced or it's self-allowed. But when you are really, really connected to your why and to your mission and to how and like the things you're showing up to do, it's really a lot harder. I believe it's really difficult for me at least to get sidetracked as easily when I'm really connected to my mission and like, I know why I want something. And when I want something to happen, it makes it so much easier for me to go get that thing. It simply does. And if I get distracted, it's like, okay, well let's get back on track because guess what? This, this is at the end of the tunnel. This is our destination. This is what we built for, right? It's important. And and we go through that. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people have goals because they feel like they should have these goals. Oh, I feel like I should have 10,000 followers or 20,000 followers or even a blue check mark. Or I feel like I should have X amount of clients and I should have X amount of money coming in every month. But is that what you want? Is that helping your mission? If when you die, is that what you're going to want to talk about or you're going to want other people to talk about? Ask that question. Because I can guarantee you, no one's really going to give a shit if you have 27,000 followers or 1,700 followers at your fucking funeral. (laughs) It's not. Now, if you're doing something, right, super philanthropic, like, of course, there's always going to be an exception, blah, 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 blah. But you get my point, okay? It's about the legacy that we're building and the things that we're doing that connects to our why and to our mission that helps to fuel us. I know I want what I want. And I literally, recently, I've heard this, um, like, your desires are important and you need to follow your desires because they will help you with your your mission, your passion, and they will literally show you the path for you. What you want also wants you or what you're seeking also seeks you. Like those like corny things that you hear, I really believe in a lot of them, especially the one about like your desires or your roadmap. That to me is crucial. My desires or my roadmap means when I really want some shit, I already know it's possible for me. That's the road that I'm supposed to be on. Me wanting this Jay Leno garage, me wanting to build a beautiful ranch for my family and for myself and for my future, me wanting to have horses and to have a place that's just surrounded by beauty and nature, me wanting to have things that are sustainable and like help make the world a better place, like whatever it is, 
these desires that I have are attached to my roadmap to my life. And a lot of us are just out here walking around and we're not even paying attention to our desires. We blow it off because it's different than someone else's. It's not part of what everyone else may be doing. It's weird, quote unquote weird, whatever the fuck that means, right? Just because it's not what Jessica and Tim are doing on the internet does not mean it's not for you or that it's not valid or worth going after. A lot of us have these goals and we get so in our head about them that we don't even fight. We don't even fight. We just have the goal and we're like, okay, yeah, no, this is the goal. And then the wind blows too hard and the goal fucking falls on the ground. It's sad. And when we're around other people who aren't steadfast on the journey to hit their goals, it makes it even harder for us to pick that goal up and to get back on track. And that's literally why I have the business that I have, because I see too often people who have this spark but they don't know how to listen to it, how to tap into it and how to go after it with the same energy that they've done other things that seemed easier in the moment. And for me, having a plan, having an accountability person, having someone in my corner to help cheerlead me and encourage me when the people around me were like doing different things, had different goals, felt like I was being outlandish in my desire, whatever. That's when those, those things helped push me and propel me further. And so I wanted to provide that. I wanted to be the person who not only is a cheerleader, but is a support system, a guide, a confidant, a motivator, a mentor, somebody who's on the path that's similar to you in my own lane, but can see you and honor what you're doing as well and help to make sure that you continue even when self-sabotage or imposter syndrome or your neighbor or a fucking hater comes in to throw daggers your way. Because that will happen. And I just feel like having an intimate team, having someone that's going to be in your corner, it makes all the difference. Especially if this person is on you about what you say that you want. We need that. A lot of us need that. And I get that there are some entrepreneurs out there who are like, fuck it, I got this. Like, I don't need anybody. Like, blah, 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 blah. I get it. But most people realize that there are folks that if they had in their corner or if they had working alongside them, they would be so much further. And they would get much more done, much more accomplished because we work better together. We just do. We were meant and built to work better together. That's why you don't see hunter and gatherer or hunter period. And then like gatherer over here, they worked together. There was a reason why they worked together because it's easier to work together to strategically hunt down some animal and to collect a bunch of fucking berries and fruit than it is to do that shit all by yourself. It's also just boring. Going through life and going through business by yourself is boring. So it helps to have that community. And a lot of us, especially when we're starting out, we do not have that community. And it really makes sense to have that at the entire, during all the times of your business, especially at the beginning when things are so volatile and like all over the place and messy. I can help you get organized and that's something I like to do. And you've seen those shows on TV where like the professional organizer comes in and helps the person organize their pantry and shit or their closet. And it's like, if you've ever had anything like that happen to you physically in life, it has got to be one of the coolest experiences ever to have somebody come in and organize your shit. Or if you have like a bookcase or if you have like a desk, you know, a place that you work from and you really redo it all. Or if you have like a makeup drawer or like your bathroom under counter shit like if you've ever sat or even your closet and like gone through and organized your clothes steamed things 
did your laundry, organized all your sweaters, put things in your closet by like the type of clothes or by the color. Like if you ever done that, you know how good it feels to leave that space and to come back and everything is just boom. You know that feeling and to have that feeling in your business where when you hit your computer, you open up your phone in the morning, your apps and whatnot. And you're there and you're looking and you know things are in, 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 in the place they're supposed to be. You know you have systems in place. You know you have things organized. You know all the tasks that you have set out to do for that day all tie in to your bigger mission and your bigger why. That, to me, is gold. Because I used to just willy-nilly do shit. I would be like, okay, let me make a to-do list. And I would make this bullshit-ass to-do list. I would fill it with things that weren't important. I would literally put so much fluff and things that weren't going to help me make money in my business on this to-do list just so I could feel good about myself. And then when I would get distracted while going after this, I would add shit to the list to cross it off so I felt even more productive. And guess who made very little money doing this? Me. And the minute I sat down at the top of this year and I organized and I said, okay, these are the top like main goals that I have for myself. And these are how I'm going to break it down each quarter. It really changed the game. And I promise you, I would wake up on Mondays. I would wake up on Thursday and I would know what the hell I was supposed to be doing. And there wasn't a question. And because my memory is so kind of like all over the place, I was able to, it felt new. You know, there was that sense of like mystique. Is that even a word? Yeah, I think it's a word. But there was like sense of nostalgia. Like I would wake up and I wouldn't really know what was going on, but I knew it would be important and it would be fun. And it's tied back to what I'm supposed to be doing. Taking the time to plan like that, whew, one of the biggest game changers for sure in my business, period, hands down, in years. In years. I read that book. I told you all, I read that book, The 12-Week Year. Insane. But incredibly simple. The concepts were not difficult. The only thing that's difficult is staying the course. And that's why you get someone to help you do it because it just makes life easier. The the shit is not difficult, y'all. Like when you break down the things, it's not. It's bite-sized pieces. It's just showing up. It's just like any other thing that you're going after, whether it's getting a hot bod and, you know, maybe losing weight and getting more healthy or, you know, building something from scratch. Like there are steps to building it. Even a house, like you got to do it in order. You got to do it in order. And you know what you're building, right? Most of you. And it's just going in order, doing the tasks step by step until you get to the goal. But most of us don't get to the goal because we're not, we don't even know the steps or we're doing the steps out of order or my personal favorite, we're doing the steps when it's convenient to us. And darling, I have the t-shirt for that because yeah, I'm the queen of doing things when it's convenient or when I feel like it, because that's the other thing. When you're checking in with yourself and yourself says, meh. I'm not really into doing this today. Guess what? If you're going to constantly say, okay, and let yourself off the hook, you're not going to hit your goals as fast. Now, it is important to balance this. And one of the hardest things I've had to learn is listening to the voice in me that says, you need to take a break and chill the fuck out and also go harder, bitch. You have a goal. That riding that line has been so difficult. It's like a tightrope. It really does. It's difficult. Because I do want to listen to my body, but I also want to make sure I am operating at like go mode for most of the time. And for me, the one thing I think recently I've noticed that affects that thin ass line is how I feel health-wise. It's just true. I know I'm at a place where one of my personal goals, one of my big goals, 
And by the way, you do need to have goals that are outside of your business, FYI, for the rest of this year. You just do. I don't give a shit what your business is. Like, you need to have some personal goals, period. Period. It's non-negotiable with me. But one of my personal goals for this, the rest of this year is really getting into this sort of like Whitney biohacking where I sit down and I'm literally listening to these podcasts, these audiobooks, these doctors, they're all doctors, talking about different types of doctors, talking about how to boost your body mentally, physically, cardiovascularly, like all these different ways. And from I'm talking how you breathe to what you eat, when you eat, the types of food that you're eating, right? The times that you're eating and the types of sugar you're ingesting, like I'm really, even the type of supplements and even nootropics, really getting into how I can get myself to operate at its best because I know my body is not, it hasn't been functioning at its best lately. The being at home thing all the time, like working remotely and just, it's a lot. I'm a people person. I don't like living by myself. It's just not, I like having my own shit in my own space. Sure, sure. But I don't love living alone. And I never really have. I never have had to live alone. So it's just not for me. So being able to get my body to be in a place where I'm operating and I have energy to go and do, and I have energy to sustain myself through doing things during the day in my cybersecurity realm, and also in my coaching and in my podcasting and in my personal life. I need sustained energy. I want my metabolism to be on point. I want my my brain to be functioning at the highest amount that it possibly can. I'm learning how different my brain is just by having ADHD. It's crazy. So I'm that's one of my goals. I want to biohack the shit out of myself. One of my goals. And I'm going to break that down and write down things I'm going to try. I'm going to have a plan for myself. Like that's part of my six-month goal. Now, was that part of my 2022 like for 2023 goal? Not necessarily, but it is very similar and the steps have shifted. So I've got them and I've sat down and I'm going through that. And now is the time for you to do the same thing. What are you going to work on? And I really, truly guarantee if you look at this from a, a, if you were able to zoom out of this year, like pretend like you're looking at one of those calendars that stretch from like the top of the ceiling of the room that you're in, right? The top of the wall, all the way down to the, to the ground, right? This your 12 month calendar. All the months are there back to back to back, like lined up in a row down or in a column down the, the wall, right? That's how I'm literally right now envisioning this. So if you have January at the top and then June in the middle or July in the middle right there, and then at the bottom, we have December looking at this whole year and saying, okay, these last, this last section, this last half of 2022, how the hell do I want to feel? What do I want to really accomplish and say? And then you can also zoom out a little bit and say, okay, let's also attach what we're going to do now to what we've been doing, if it applies, and how we said that we wanted 2020, how we said we wanted 2022 to be in the first place. Okay, so you do got to check in with what your intentions originally were. So you don't stray too far past unless maybe you need to, but check in. When you started this year, what were you after? Are you still after those things? Yes or no? Okay, cool. What do you want to end the year having done? Looking back, okay, cool. How are you tracking? Literally and figuratively. What, what can you get done in this, in this next six months? What can you master? What can you manage to check off the list and to really, truly own? And again, this isn't necessarily as much about checking things off of a list as it is to feeling the way that you want to feel and moving towards what you want to move towards. Because the destination will always be the goal, right? Or the journey to the destination will always be that. They're, that's always changing. 
Your destination is probably always changing depending on what you do and what you're into. My destination is constantly changing, but there are going to be some destinations that are pretty set in stone. I know I want my Jay Leno shit. I want my whole garage. I want a whole little mini car museum. I want the ranch. I want the horses. I want the Doberman. I want the sexy guy. I want these things. Okay. Those things aren't changing, but then some of the little steps that I take to get there may shift and and whatever, but like, I still want those things. So your destinations are there. You've got the roadmap, right? And I want you to envision your desires as that roadmap. So you know what those, those desires represent some kind of a goal for yourself. If you desire to be happy, if you desire to have a family, if you desire to get your business really, really, really automated, if you desire to hire a team, if you desire to speak on stages, those are some of your goals. And if those have been your goals for a while, let's get it. The time to do it is now. Why wouldn't it be? Now, maybe you can't start your family in the next six months. That's fine, right? But what is it going to take for you to get there? Thinking about these things. Well, okay. Um, let's see. If I want to start a family, I could definitely get more involved with the family that I'm, or the families that I'm already attached to and a part of. I can go to therapy, make sure I'm really in a good place. I can read parenting books. I can, you know, foster relationships with children around me. I can volunteer. I can whatever. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. But think about it. For all of the things, think about it. And when you start walking towards these destinations, what I love is you get into that zone. And that's what we do in the coaching programs that I have. We do that in the strategy session, but you know, that's only for a finite amount of time. But with the real, like the, the real deal program, the 90 days like that, we're really diving in because we have the time and we have the space and the opportunity. Like that's the point of it. So really getting into the feelings behind these things. And and again, you are going to do this for the strategy call, but when you do it for that, you're really just kind of doing this like visualization with yourself, sitting down thinking about when the ball drops, like what's good, what's happening, what's been happening, what do you want to happen next? Like you're going through that. And once you have that together, you're going to move forward and plan it out. That's what we do. It's really fun. I think it's really fun. And I think it's really necessary for those of us who really want to hit these goals and stop letting shit happen. A lot of us all year, all pandemic, we've just let shit happen. Let the wind take things the way they want to instead of like locking things down. You know, every time there's a wind advisory, we get a message from the leasing office that's like, (laughs) I can't remember the name right now, the term, but it's like gather your belongings and like make sure your shit is secure on your balconies. Why? Because the wind is going to take your shit if you don't. And I've actually seen people's doormats or whatever, like fly off people's balconies. It's crazy. They tell you secure your shit. They tell you that. And we need to do that in our businesses too, with our goals, we have to secure it. And you secure it by committing to it, by wanting it so bad that you're going to commit to it. And by going after it and like literally saying to yourself, this is what I want. I'm going to go after it. And by putting that stake in the ground to say, this is a desire that I'm after. Everybody knows I want the Jay Leno garage. There's no real if, ands, or buts. Like if you know me, that's my shit. That's what I want. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's pretty freaking awesome. Imagine me having this, right? It's pretty great. That's what I want. And I always talk about this. When I'm with my sister, we go to car shows or I'm out. I'm like, that could be part of my fleet. That could be part of my collection. I would absolutely purchase that to add like, in my head, I'm, I'm, I've got a running list 
literally and figuratively, of the cars I want in my Jay Leno garage. That will then be called the Whitney Danielle garage. I want that shit. I want it so bad other people want it for me. But I've committed to this. It's a stake in the ground. And most of us don't have shit that we want that bad. We're like, well, no, I mean, it would be cool to have, you know, 40,000 followers on Instagram or to max out my coaching program or, you know, to sell X amount of my product or service or whatever. It'd be nice. But we don't even know the numbers, right? And a lot of times when you do these business coaching programs, they'll ask you like, what's your freedom number? What's your number? What's the number that you want to make each month? Like you're out of the door or whatever after taxes, like what's your number? Or even with taxes, like what's your number? Everyone's always talking about that. But very rarely do we actually know what our number is. And then we know why. Why? Why is 16,000 your number? I don't know. It needs to mean something because it makes it a hell of a lot easier to get there. It just does. Even with like when you're trying to lose weight, when there's like a real like pushing you reason. You want to lose weight because you want to look fucking stellar at your sister's wedding. Or you have a reunion coming up for your school and you're like, oh, hell no. I will look fantastic. Maybe the girls when you were growing up made fun of you when you went to that school and you're like, no, fuck those girls. All those girls had a bunch of kids. Look at me now, right? (laughs) I'm just making shit up. I'm saying what's going to fuel you? Sometimes it's weird stuff right? Sometimes it's anger, passion, um, lack, not having something will fuel you and, and, and make you hungry literally to get that thing. But you got to think about it. And we're going to think about it in the strategy session. So in the show notes will be the link to my calendar. I want you to go. I want you to fill it out, check it out, find a date and time that works for you. The sooner, the better, because the half mark is here. Find a date and time. It takes 90 minutes or less for you to get this done. Now, the visualization can take as long as you want. I really do recommend getting into it, feeling the feelings, getting emotional about it. And you're going to do that on your own time, right? You're going to sit down and you're going to really journal. You're going to think about it. Maybe you whip out your audio recorder and you record your thoughts, your visions, the things that you really like, people that you've seen in the last six months who are doing shit and you're like, fuck, I want that so bad. Think about it. Get into it. And then we can move forward. Then we strategize. Then we sit down and say, okay, this is what we're after, right? It's like when you watch those true crime documentaries and like the, <laughs> the first 48 you know, shows where they have the crime and like they know what the crime like kind of is, like somebody was stabbed or whatever. And then they sit and they take all the information and they put it together and they do that webbing, that web map shit on the wall, right? And they're trying to put all the, the things that happened and then the weapon and then all the evidence photos and then the people involved. Like you're, we're doing that kind of shit. It's not as intense in that way, but it is really important because this isn't just a case, right? This isn't just a violent crime. This is your life. This is the next six months of your life. This is your business. Something that you may have for years that you may pass down. Like this is real shit. So we're going to take a very similar sort of walkthrough and gather all the pieces, but we're not going to make it super complicated. We're not going to put a ton of pressure on it, even though you're building the foundation for your future, you're setting yourself up for the next year, you're doing this, you're helping people change their lives, whatever your mission, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're going to back burner that for a minute 
because you do need to come back to that every so often, especially when you're feeling low in energy and low in motivation, you'll come back to it. But for the, the purpose of what we're doing, we're really setting you up for success so that you don't have to stress. The whole point, one of the main points of doing these goal setting strategy sessions is that you don't have to stress every day to figure out what the hell you're supposed to be doing. You don't have to worry what your goals are. You don't have to worry what your plan is for the rest of the year, for the each quarter, for, for Christmas, for Black Friday. You don't have to worry because you've already done the planning. All you have to do is show up as your best, most amazing self and then check in constantly with you and with somebody who's on your side. That's it. That's it. And I know that's like a tall order, like in reality. But when you look at it from like the bigger scheme of that, that stress and angst of having the weight of everything that you feel like you need to do and accomplish on your back, sometimes we feel like even like the success of our family is weighing on us because we feel like it's up to us to make the money, to do the thing, to buy the family mansion, to pay off everyone's student loans or credit card bills or to help each other. Like there is that feeling that a lot of us have. We want to leave a legacy. We want to help those around us, especially those who maybe weren't as fortunate as we were. So like that can weigh on you. And my goal with this is to take some of that weight away and say, look, we're just going to focus on this right now. You're going to leave a legacy. You're going to be great. You're going to have a wonderful life. All these things, right? You're going to change people's lives. You're a badass. All those things are true. Sure, sure, sure. We know. But right now, all we have to look at is these next few months. And then once we get closer to those months ending and the years ending, we can start planning for the new year. And we just keep doing this. I like having my coaching, my, my life coaching, that, that whole like one-on-one coaching offer and, and quarters because every quarter is so different. We're in a different season, literally and figuratively in our businesses. And it's so fun. And I love being able to break down those three months and to say, okay, perfect. Now I know what's good. Now I know where my head is at. And it's just, it's, it's, it makes it a little bit more palatable and digestible for a lot of us who get very overwhelmed with all that there is, with all that's happening. We got shit happening in the news, gas prices, inflation, the housing market. Like there's so much happening right now. There's a shooting every 15 seconds. Like it's exhausting just to be a human being right now. It's just, it's exhausting. And we still have COVID and all this shit. Like it's crazy. So to make life easier for yourself, I think is the goal. Like we want to make shit as simple as we can. We want to set ourselves up for success as opposed to winging it. We have to stop winging it. So this is your friendly reminder to stop winging it, to stop what you're doing and to plan and to check in with yourself. And hopefully you start to begin this habit of checking in with yourself way more often so that you don't end up in the middle of like a deserted island or, you know what I mean? In a deserted field, super off track because you didn't check in with yourself prior, you know, regular check-ins. It's a great part about having a coach, but these strategy sessions will definitely set you up for amazing success. And I feel like for those of us who feel really guilty about not getting as much done these first six months as we wanted to, this is your chance to step your pussy up for lack of a better term and get it together. Literally, this is your chance. If you didn't start the first half of 2022 on the foot that you wanted to girl, this is your chance to do it now period. It's the time. What, what better time than now? You can wing it. I'm telling you, you can wing it. A lot of people are going to wing it and that's okay. But think about what would happen if you actually didn't. 
Gas prices are too high to be out here winging it to your destination. Whew, that was a tweetable. But I mean that metaphorically and, and technically literally too. <laughs> I mean that. So I'm going to end it here. You know where the show notes are. If you don't, go to networkandspill.com and you'll see on the episode link, if you click listen more for this episode, you will see basically a little blog post come up with all the little details and things to click on. Like I said, I use Calendly. I'm a big Calendly fan. Click on that Calendly link, find a date and time that works for you, book the call, do the homework and get ready to change your life. That's that. Second thing, please make sure you rate and review the podcast. My goal, you want to go over real quick, is to hit 50 reviews. I should have 50 reviews by now. So many people have listened to the show. I need more reviews, y'all. I'm at like 42. We need, or 43, whatever. I need 50 immediately. Please, if you have not done it, do it. And if you don't have an iPhone, find someone who does. We need to boost the numbers to, to 50, please. I'm one of those people. And once it's like 52, I'm going to say the same thing about 60, just so you know. So if you haven't done it, please do it. Um, I love when you re- re- leave these little reviews because I go back and I read them and I'm like, oh, this makes me so happy. So leave a review, say something cute and give it five stars. If you're on Spotify, it's so easy to give the show five stars there. And yeah, turn up. That's it. Follow me on Instagram. Tell a friend about the show, and I look forward to seeing you in our goal-setting strategy session. Coming up soon, happy half of 2022, XOXO. Cheers. Hey there, before you go, real quick, just want to make sure that I let you know that I would be amiss if I did not offer you something special to go with this podcast episode. Now, as part of my Patreon, you get access to bonus stuff and also early access to my programs and offers, and you typically get something special when you sign up for stuff with me too. But with that being said, right now, at the time of this recording, I have spots open in my one-on-one 90-day intensive coaching program. And this is for folks who are really trying to maximize the results, hit their goals, and have the organization and prioritization boundaries and work-life balance that they've never had before. So my application can be found pretty much anywhere, but WhitneyDanielle.com is one of the easier places to find it. Apply. If you have questions, DM me, send me an audio note, let me know. I'm here to help and I'm really excited to see you win in 2022 and beyond. All right. See you next episode.